Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hi, BrainStuff. I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and I've got something different for you today. One of our classic episodes. The topic, How Do Erasers Erase? This one was performed by our previous host, Christian Sager, and written by me, except for the list in the beginning. That was all Christian. I'll let him take it away. Hey everybody, I'm Christian Sager, this is BrainStuff, and there are plenty of things I'd like to erase. Maybe the sushi that gave me food poisoning that one time, uh, watching Battlefield Earth, and, and pretty much every tweet I ever read about Hamilton and Mike Pence. Unfortunately, a lot of marks in this world, however, are permanent, but not so with pencil marks. Yes, the humble pencil, or not so humble as the case may be, even in this our digital age, about 15 to 20 billion pencils are manufactured each year. Each one holds the approximate capacity to draw a line 732 miles long or to write 45,000 words, all of which can easily be erased. This blissful impermanence is thanks to the materials that pencils and erasers are made from. See, pencil lead isn't actually lead at all, so no, you can't get lead poisoning from a pencil wound. It's made from graphite, which is a soft mineral made up of flaky, atom-thin layers of crystalline carbon. Ever since the 1790s, that graphite has been mixed with clay to achieve different pencil lead hardness. Now, as you write or draw, flakes of this clay and graphite mix cling to the fibers that make up your piece of paper. And it is a happening party for all particles involved. The fibers have a huge surface area that catches lots of flakes, and the flakes will gladly stick around for decades if they're not disturbed. But erasers can lift those flakes right off the page by virtue of being stickier than the paper fibers. It's as simple as that. Since the flakes are just hanging onto the paper, anything stickier than paper can lift them off. In fact, the earliest erasers, going back to at least the 1500s, were just bread. Slightly moistened and balled up bread. Mmm, yeah, imagine what that tastes like with pencil shavings in it. By the 1800s, people were using erasers made from natural rubber, which is harvested in the form of latex from certain trees, which excrete it to discourage plant-eating insects. The name rubber actually comes from one chemist's observation, circa 1770, that this tree latex stuff is great when used to, quote, rub out pencil marks. But because natural latex rubber can be expensive and some people are allergic to it, modern erasers are almost always made from synthetic petroleum-based rubber like polyvinyl chloride. Your standard pink eraser has bits of pumice added to it to make it more abrasive, which is a cheap way to help dislodge flakes of graphite from paper fibers. Fancier erasers are made from super sticky, soft vinyl that absorbs the graphite and is more gentle on your paper. Meanwhile, erasable pens contain ink mixed with rubber cement. While the cement is still wet, say, within 10 hours of writing, it will stick to an eraser. And magic erasers work on a similar principle. Magic. No, actually, it's instead of being literally sticky, they contain rigid microstructures that trap dirt. But if you're ever without one, give your standard pink eraser a try. They're effective on way more than just pencil marks. 
Today's episode was produced by Tyler Klang. As I said at the top of the show, I originally wrote this script for our YouTube video series for Kristen Conger to perform. If you'd like to hear more from our former host, Christian, you can check out his new podcast, Super Context, wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, for lots more topics that are always updating, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. Howstuffworks.com.